You're listening to Cash Grab, where we take movie franchises that have been turned into games and figure out whether or not they're cash grabs. My name's Adam. My name is Tom. And I'm Steph. That was fucking quick. <laughs> I, yeah, because I literally just said, who wants to do the intro? And Adam... Well, I thought, I'm not going to wait half an hour for Tom to get it right. So hey, I, I was really good last time. You were really good. Right at the 13th really went time. exceptionally well. That was smooth as silk. You know what? It almost feels like we're not recording because that was so sudden. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've, we've, we've got used... We've got so... Good, like, fucking hell. See what I mean? I can't even speak. But we've got so used to, like, kind of, like, having about 20 minutes to prepare ourselves just to start the episode. Yeah, so now it feels odd that I'm we sorry haven't. I'm efficient. You are too efficient. Yeah. Let's stop and start again. (laughs) Well, really? No. Oh, thank God for that. Okay. Okay. So, um, been playing anything fun? Adam, you bought a game. I bought a game, which is a a rarity, actually. Uh, I bought Firewatch on your recommendation. Yeah. And I played an hour so far, and it's fucking awesome. It's mm. good, isn't it? And I'm attracted to a woman that I've never seen. I've just heard her voice <laughs> through oh, the yeah. end of a radio. And I know she's a cartoon We're woman. talking about this And earlier. she lives in like a hut. But I'm... A cartoon but woman and um, she lives in a hut. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, it. I've got no way to talk. I've said that I've fancied Magara, Nala. Yeah, Basically fi- every find Disney. Find out who is this episode. Yeah, that's <laughs> Luckily, there's not, there hasn't been one so far. And there's, uh, only, we'll, there's only one to choose from, really, we'll isn't there? We'll find out, yeah. yeah. Although that's um, starfish. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been playing. Um, oh, so Final Fantasy Fifteen's on the back burner. Oh, really? Officially now. Oh, okay, why? Because Sonic Mania. Oh yeah, okay. Is amazing, so good, <laughs> and then Undertale is also oh, really good. You know what? I I'm quite surprised that I struggled with Undertale, but I really, really? struggled with yeah. Because you know, I've got like. What did you play on PC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I've got like a long history of playing RPGs yeah. and I've always loved them. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Undertale was what? I found it for like 50p in a sale or something. Obviously, everyone goes on about it all the time. So yeah. I thought, you know, can't really go wrong. Um, didn't complete it. I probably played about five hours and I was like, no, I can't do it anymore. Really? At the risk of yep. upsetting people. What's Undertale? What's Undertale? So, Undertale was an RPG made by one guy, I think. Yeah. And. I think we've got him on Twitter. I've forgotten his name, though. Yeah, yeah, I think we do, but yeah. I can't remember his name. But I don't know the full He's story. He's not going to be happy. No. It's, 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 like, it's like a melding of the kind of human world and a monster and world. a monster world. But, like, he, he had a vision, he went with it. But it's, 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 it's very different. It's very inspired by Earthbound. On, what, on, what con- on PC? It was well, originally it was on PC, PC exclusive. And they've just released it for PS4 and Vita, and I'm playing it for the PlayStation Vita. I imagine it would be awesome on Vita, to be honest. Because really having like a little handheld yeah. like that, you know. Really enjoying it on Vita. I'm glad that they put it over. Yeah, it's because like, um, I actually really enjoyed playing Earthbound on the Wii U, uh, like, handheld console. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That was good fun. But like, I never actually... I struggled getting into Earthbound as well, though. Yeah, to be fair, I tried Earthbound once and I just... just no, nah, I yeah. don't know what it is. But I, I always con- I considered Earthbound very similar. I've, well, Undertale takes a lot of inspiration from Earthbound, I mm. think. But yeah, basically, it's it's quite funny. Like it's a very funny game. I've I've found myself laughing out loud. The characters myself. are awesome. Like, um, what's it got? Papyrus. <clears throat> papyrus. Yeah, pap- pap- papyrus. It's hard to say, isn't it? I always say papyrus. Papyrus. Um, but it's like it's really unique in the fact that you don't actually have to kill anyone. Like you can talk people that's out true. of it. Yeah, and, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you can do. At the moment, I'm just playing it with a, with attacking because I'm just trying to get through it and enjoy the storyline. Then I might. I'm definitely well. Yeah, I'm going to go back. What is it? Third person. It's like a RPG, like an old. It's hot. It's old style. Like, yeah, ver- like top very down. old. Top down. It's, it's yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Then, like, like the, Nes, Nes Then you've got the fighting mechanics. So you've got your standard kind of you attack, and then like the bar goes across the middle, and you have to if you press like X at the right time, you get a better attack. 
Yeah. Uh, depending on oh. what weapon you use, you attack differently. So it's quite cool. Uh, but the best bit, I thought, was the enemy attacks. Yeah. So they attack you, and you're like a little heart. And you've got... A, so they throw... It's quite hard to explain, but they throw like items into a box, and you're in the box. And you've got to dodge the items, So, So ev- everything, everything is an active component. So attacking is an active component. You can time it. You can yeah, change so you it. Can, oh, you that's can be quite cool. Yeah, and and it's quite the same cool. with like, dodging attacks. You can actively <coughs> dodge attacks just through your own and then, like, fingers, basically. Each enemy attacks it's, differently. It's clever. But then, like, if you're fighting a boss, they'll attack differently throughout the play. Yeah. Like, throughout the, the battle. It and sounds then, like, quite good, to be honest. No, like, it, I mean, like, yeah, it is. It, I just, and I then, just like, you get some dogs it. who attack you, and then, because they can't see movement, the dogs, it's like, they tell you earlier they can't see any movement. So then you just don't move, and then the attacks work- go through you. But if you're moving, it, you get hurt. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's really it's, cool. It is, it is clever. I'm, I'm really enjoying sounds it. Sounds like a good system. Yeah. Really I, d- I just don't know why I struggled with it, because I always thought I'd really enjoy it. Yeah, but I thought it'd be right up your street. Yeah. That's, maybe I need to re- like revisit it, to be honest. Yeah, like, maybe it, it just wasn't it in chance. the... Maybe I just like forced... You know when you force yourself to play a game, but you're... But you've got another game in your head. Yes. Like, like yeah. you found, you think you found your love, but you're you're kind of you're doting on another lady. That sort of thing. I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, should we get to the episode? Have you been playing anything, Tom? Or I've been revisiting Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, that's you were one. telling me about Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, though. and I was saying get it. Yeah, you and you should it. do. I've oh, been revisiting yeah. it. It's cheap now. Yeah, like dirt cheap. Yeah, I just didn't know if it was. It is brilliant. Your at the time, I, f- I, I think Firewatch isn't very long, so you'll probably be done with that. Soon. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know it's, it'll it's be cool. w- it'll be well up your street. I'm going to try replay it actually. Firewatch because if you can you change the outcome depending on the choices you make. I think Do you can know. change bits of it. I don't know if you yeah. can change your overall ending. Uh, okay, I'll have to find out. But I I played it twice. Mm. I played it when it first came out, so I don't really remember. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition could be my next. It's brilliant. It's well. It's one of those games like that. That obviously has very different effects on the choices you make and very different outcomes. So I, I've I've well, I've completed it twice in the past. So this is like the third time I'm playing it through. Nice. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been interested in that. And this is actually the first time I've actually had the DLCs with it. I bought the Game of the Year edition. Have you played any Dragon Age beforehand? No, not okay. at all. It's, it's the first in. one I ever went into. But I, like, it's Bioware. And yeah. I loved, like, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic, Mass Effect, obviously, like, one of my favourite series of all time. So I can't go wrong with it. You never played the Pretty Mass Effect, did you? Uh, I played half of Mass Effect 2. And I was watching oh, a video on YouTube, no and they were like, I don't think I've met anyone who's played, like, played part of Mass Effect and just stopped. And I was like, right mm. here. <laughs> I am right here. I, I find that amazing, to be I honest. I got like, bored. I can't and, uh, believe that. I didn't really care. I've never played any of the Mass Effect <sighs> games, though. Best, like, best fucking games ever. I enjoyed them for like for a yeah. while, but best best stories. I found myself getting quite bored. Best stories, best characters. I like Garrus. Everyone likes Garrus because he's awesome. Garrus and, is and fucking the, uh, awesome. And the the like, what's the the the, the, the blue woman creature? What? Oh, Krogan. Krogan. You mean like they look like giant toads with like rocks on their back? Yes. Yeah, Krogan. They're fucking brilliant. He was cool. And they're all just like smugglers and mercenaries and dirtbags. Yeah, basically. They're fucking brilliant. They're I awesome. love them. You'll love it, Adam. Play play all the Mass Effects as well. You'll have a great time. Anyway, I have them all. I mean, my brother has them all if you do want to buy them, but you need a PS3. Fucking no. hell. <laughs> that that <laughs> reserved silence says it all. <laughs> all right. Let's well, get into it. Yeah, let's do it. We've had enough small talk. So, so on, the, on the complete opposite side to Friday the 13th, we've gone for uh, Finding Nemo. Yes. And I'm very happy we have. 
Yes. Although I did enjoy Friday the 13th very much. And if you haven't yeah. checked out the episode, do watch it. Our do previous episode, it. number 13, as you'd expect. You'd be pleasantly surprised, actually. Because I was expecting shit things from Friday the 13th. And I was I was quite impressed. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, I think I think we all were, to be honest. Like, it... it, it what's it? it? What's the term? It, I mean, it's it, shit, it, it, but it it's did, just not as shit as we thought what, it was going to be. What's the term? <laughs> it did better than we thought. <laughs> yeah. That's the term I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit better. It was a bit better than we, expected. Than we anticipated. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Finding Nemo. Yes, indeed. So I don't want to ask my usual question because oh, we've all obviously seen Finding yeah, Nemo. Yeah, we've all no seen Finding Nemo. We've all seen Finding Nemo. So we'll did, start off with. Did either of you go to the cinema to see Finding Nemo? N- oh no, I don't think so. I can't actually remember. How old would I have been? 2003, so what, 11 12 years 11. old? 12, 11, yeah. Maybe I would have been in that age where I was like, I'm not going to get caught dead going to watch Pixar movie. That is I true. That, that is it. true. <laughs> 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 Steph's just there of like, you know you know when like old, older women are alone and they wear t-shirts with wolves on them? <laughs> Steph's, yeah. like, Steph's like one of those kids that's just like totally unashamed that he loves fish. And I he's just there of... alone in the cinema with a fucking clown, <laughs> clownfish t-shirt. Fuck off! <laughs> I was one of the people who took the uh, Harry Potter book to the last Harry Potter film. What? No, I didn't really. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was going to say no. You're not. You're the guy. You're the guy just like me. That one guy in the cinema that laughed when Dobby died, and I got <laughs> slapped for it. Yes, so did I. Yeah, it was terrible. And I, I'm sorry, but I I don't care if I got slapped for it. It was worth a slap because it was fucking hilarious. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> I was like, oh! <laughs> the little fucker's dead. To be fair, I didn't realise he was dying at the time. It was just when he said his name, I thought it was really Harry funny. Harry Potter. And then, and then I realised he was dying. I was like, okay, I feel a bit bad now. And then that was when I got slapped. I laughed a bit more when he was dying. Because you, know, oh. like, you, know, you know when you laugh at something and it's like, <laughs> it's something you're so not meant to laugh at that you can't help but laugh yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Like I when you're little... in school being told off. And yeah. Then you're like laughing in the teacher's yeah. face. It's like I had a little snigger at like his little Harry Potter. And then when they just like the camera panned around, there's just this like elf twisted and mangled on the floor. I was like, <laughs> I was like, couldn't fucking contain myself. So, so yeah, anyway, Finding Nemo. Yes. Okay. So we've all seen it. We have indeed. And uh, we're going to start like if you haven't watched Cash Grab before, we analyse half an hour of the film. Or listened. Or li- oh yeah, shit. Or listened. It's yeah. a podcast. I have to recall. <laughs> fucking hell, I'm so bad with this. Our viewers. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so we watch uh, half an hour of the film and then play half an hour of the game and do our comparisons from there. We're starting with the film. So we watched our first half an hour of the film uh, and it was released in May 2003, just to get it out there. So should we just go straight into it? It starts with uh, quite typical of a lot of kind of like wholesome Disney or children yeah, films. Disney like, films, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, a young family, in this case, two young, loved up, newlywed fish. Clownfish, clownfish, clownfish yep. that yeah. have moved to a new they've anemone. They've moved to their new anemone in yeah. the sea, and they've and they've had they've got a lovely sea view. <laughs> they do, yeah, yeah they do. They, 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 they do, no, literally, they do. What is he? What what do they call it? The drop off. They're, drop they're off. at the drop off, effectively, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. So they've got a drop off view, which sounds shit if you're an estate agent <laughs> yeah. like pass that round. <laughs> it's got a drop off view, which is basically like a fucking. It's like living in Dover. And like where the cliffs have fallen apart and you live right on the end and like your garden's about to fall into the sea. It's like that. So you can see the sea, but it's a bit shit because it's a bit dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's exactly. And we find out it's dangerous. Yeah. Pretty early on. 
That's a very that's a very interesting way to put it. To be honest, Adam, it's like the count the count count counteracting like enjoying living at home by the constant fear of death. (laughs) 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 I like that. That's good. But yeah, so danger doesn't it doesn't take long to find them. Basically, Uh, as as is revealed, they've had a what what do you call them a school a huge school of kids, but they're like they're called a school. Yeah, are they? Well, they're called a school when they're alive, aren't they? Uh, Fuck knows. Well, there's a, there's a bunch they've of eggs. They've had a multi-pack of eggs. <laughs> they've, they've had a free range. They've had a few dozen eggs. <laughs> they've had a few dozen eggs. And, That's uh, caviar, isn't it? It is. They would be some tasty eggs. Can Ooh. can any fish eggs be eaten? I don't know. I've never had caviar. No, I've never had caviar. No, I Actually, know. no, you know what? I might have. I, have. I, I did have a spoonful of it in the fork. Yeah. It's a bit shit. There's nothing much to it, really, is it? No, it's a bit shit. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. That's all right. Well, yeah. So they've had some. They've had some uh, bubbers, but they're not hatched yet, and they're there to look after them. And then uh, Merlin and Coral. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Mar- Marlin. Who does it? Merlin. Merlin, <laughs> which is a wizard. <laughs> <The> wizard. <laughs> he could live underwater. <laughs> Marlin. Marlin. And Merlin. And Merlin. <laughs> and Coral. <laughs> uh, they. Um, I think it's Marlon. Marlon. There you Marlin. go. I thought I'd call him Marlin. No, it's yeah, Marlon. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, Marlon. Marlon. Like Marlon Wayne's. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, there we go. So let's just think of him Except his as orange. Marlon Wayne's. Well, so <laughs> don't go any further. <laughs> <laughs> so they're picking their um, the names for the, the fish. Mm-hmm. And he just wants them all to be called Junior. And I don't think he picks a girl's name, does he? No. He's one of those biased daddies. He's a lazy daddies. bastard. Yeah. He's just like, just call them all Junior and we'll be done. Yeah. He's a biased daddy. I, I think he would assume that any boys would be... Marlon Jr. and any girls would be Coral Jr. Yeah. Yeah. And Coral says, I like Nemo. In fairness, I do get his point though because they've had at least, I mean, there's got to be a hundred eggs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we're it, not it's hard, enough, it's hard enough being a new parent to name your kid. It's hard yeah. enough just thinking of a name for your your one kid, let alone if you had a hundred children. Imagine you know what naming I mean? them all. I would, I would call a few of them Steph and Adam. <laughs> if I had a hundred kids, it'd be Steph Adam, Stadam. Would you not give them the co- Adam, a collective Tadam, name? Tadam, yeah. Tef, Teflon, Tef, <laughs> Fet, Adam, Adam. <laughs> you see, actually, this is easier than I thought. I don't know what Marlon's complaining <laughs> yeah, about. It's, it's well <laughs> this easy. is really fucking easy. And they're easy. all solid names. As they're well. all brilliant, aren't they? And to be honest, they're only getting better. Yeah. If we had, if we had more time in this podcast, we could be coming up with some crackers. Soon. Maybe we need a side podcast. <laughs> Atom. Atom. What I'd call my fish. <laughs> Seven hours long. <laughs> per episode. Yeah. Oh dear. So yeah. So um. After having a little kerfuffle about naming the fish, they do decide that one will be called Nemo. He did say that, right? Yeah, he yeah. said one of them we call Nemo and the rest we call Junior. Okay, so they they did come to a, a nice middle ground, sort of, and then they have a little play about. And before he knows it, Marlon thinks something's up. She's not here, Coral. She's gone, and it's quiet. The reef's gone quiet. Yeah, he hit, pulls his head outside of his anemone, which sounds really filthy when you put it that <laughs> way. Pulls his head out of his anemone and. What does he see, Steph? He sees a big-ass barracuda. He sees a big-ass barracuda. That's what you get for living in Dover, though, isn't it? I don't think it's in Dover. don't live in Dover. Yeah, but it's like Dover, because it's (laughs) on the drop-off. We've established Uh, this. So the barracuda's like a strong wind. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's a metaphorical barracuda. It's a metaphorical barracuda. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so the, yeah. the Barracuda's then staring Coral dead in the eyes. It's the personification yeah. of and death. Yes. Coral, yeah. Coral, like Coral her... can't decide if she is going to... Well, she knows, because her motherly instincts are kicking protect in. Protect the eggs. And the, yeah. she's thinking, I'm going to protect those eggs. And obviously, it's futile. It's a Barracuda. Yeah. She's a clownfish. What would a clownfish do against a Barracuda? It's like It's like putting Hulk Hogan Just in the ring real easier. against Bran Stark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. I mean, you don't think that's an apt. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, come yeah. on. Like, literally, it's like Hulk Hogan versus Bran Stark in a WrestleMania epic. I just want to see him body slam Bran. I want to see him do, like, some crazy shit on Bran. Top rope shit. I don't know. Bran's been through some shit. I reckon he could, like, Bran would just warg or something. Yeah, he'd yeah. warg and fuck He could the always, shit like, warg, like, the rock. And why bring the rock into the why ring. Why doesn't he take on Rickon Stark instead? That'd be... That'd Rickon's be dead. He's dead. Well, fucking spoilers for Game of Thrones. Now, <laughs> now, here's, now here's a fair matchup, right? Hulk Hogan versus Brienne of Tarth. That's, that's valid. That's a fair yeah. matchup. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we're like, thinking of unfair matches. like a clownfish matches. and a barracuda. Okay, right. Look, bear with me. I think Kane... Kane, right? Versus... Who's alive in Game of Thrones still? Not many people. Oh, I got it. Kane versus Tyrion Lannister. I want to see him choke slam that fucker <laughs> through the ring. I want them to have fireworks on the edge of what, the ring. Tyrion choke slam Kane. Kane yeah, yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be the one. Yeah, through the table. Through I'd the table. Like through the announcer's table. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> so she goes for the eggs, uh, and the barracuda goes in. Bitch slaps Marlin with its tail. I think. Yeah. Yes. Marlon. Marlon. Uh, Marlon he goes back into his anemone and collapses. Yeah, passes out. Yeah, and wakes up the next. That's that scene. Whenever <laughs> Coral's T- time stays still in Dover, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> such a simple place. Coral... <laughs> Coral's a goner, uh, but there is still an egg, a single egg with a tiny crack. Yeah, yeah. on the side. But he's still he's still kicking. So Marlon flipping names him Nemo. Nemo. Oh. And I can can I throw something out there? I think this is the first Disney film to be quite so emotive at the beginning. No way up. Yeah, but that's that after. Came after. This is what this I think. 2003. I think this is the first. I think it's Bambi. Was that oh, Disney? Fuck. You just got raped. Because I, I did, yeah. I did, I did write down Bambi here, but I did, I wasn't sure if it was Disney. Oh, Bambi. Was it Bambi? What do you mean? Wasn't sure if it's Disney. Who else was it? I thought it was independent. I thought it was like some dude that just thought I want to make kids cry. Like, uh, hang on. Watership No, down. don't worry. Yeah, I did Watership write that down, down as well. That, that wasn't Disney, Disney, was it? No. That might be what you think. No, it was, it was... No, I've written both down. No, I've Bambi was Definitely Disney, was Disney. And that's still known now as one of the most... I, I guess so. I guess so. But I, 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 don't, I don't recall another Disney film since Bambi being quite so intense. But in fairness, Bambi is like a bit of a, bit of a stepper above in the cruelty department to start off the film, I would say. Yeah, all right, fair enough. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't think of anything else that's as sad as Bambi. Yeah. So, yeah, you're wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but it was sad. So then what happens? We've got, ah, then we skip ahead. I don't know, how it's, long it's do fish in, live? Well, this is it. It's an indefinite like amount a, of time, a, isn't it? It's a number of fish years because Nemo's now going to school. Yes. So if, we, if we're doing it in fish years, he's like, what? Six, the the equivalent of a human six. 
Yeah, like five. Yeah, or six. yeah. He's he's about that age. Yeah, a couple of years old. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's a great thing in The Simpsons when um, they're gonna oh, yeah, watch. This. They're gonna watch Finding Nemo, and then Milhouse finds out that there's the first scene, and he never <laughs> knew that there was the first scene. So whenever his mum and dad had put it on, they put on scene two, which is <laughs> yeah. Nemo waking Him up just his dad. Up, yeah. Yeah. So like the mum never existed in, uh, in Milhouse's eyes, and then Milhouse goes on this like very typical like teenage the world shit. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I don't know. Is it where it gets all like depressive and people start finding him attractive? And yeah, stuff? yeah, I yeah. I'm sure it's like yeah, yeah. I remember. So it. funny. <laughs> all because he finds out about season one of uh, the ep- uh, chapter season one, <laughs> season one, season one, <laughs> chapter one of Finding Nemo. It's oh, very good. So, yeah. Fucking brilliant. But go on, Ad. So, Nemo's... so yeah. So Nemo's all excited to, for his first day of school. Mm-hmm. Marlon less so because he's. Uh, He's scared of the world. Rightly so. He's he's had reason to. His wife was eaten by a barracuda. He's definitely had reason to. And and let's be honest, 99 of his children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's got to haunt a man. It will. Yeah. Yeah. It will. Or a fish. (laughs) A man fish. It's not not just like a very overprotective man, you know, just some guy looking in on a fish world. And getting way too involved. Way too, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? yeah. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So, but obviously Nemo's got to go to school. So he does takes him as we all do. Uh, and on the way, Very reluctantly they, they run into a. Uh, who do they run into? Like three fathers of like three of the other so, kids. Yeah, so they get there, and then there's the three dads. Which oh. I, I cut. One's an angelfish. One's a little seahorse. octopus. Seahorse. And one's a seahorse. Yeah, yeah, one's a little octopus. Yeah. Oh no, not an octopus. It's like a jellyfish. Oh, it is a jellyfish yeah. thing. No, it's not a jellyfish. It can't be a jellyfish. No, it's, well, no. it's purple. Yeah, I know it's got. It's, I know uh, it's got like eight blobbers. It's blobbers. like a, it's like a fat octopus with tiny legs. <laughs> blobbers. It must be a, an octopus because he squids. He's they ink. He they inks. inks. There you go. You made yeah. me ink. You made yeah. me ink. Which is uh, fish talk for shit. It's true. It's true. Actually, you know, they do put. They just ink as a defensive mechanism. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Nemo <laughs> is in. Nemo is in. Like is. Being introduced to his first day of uh, like his first kind of school environment, uh, then a kind of running theme comes up with uh, Marlon being funny because he's a clownfish. Clown and does he ever actually tell the joke in its full entirety? I think eventually he does in the film. But and do they have a right fucking that, good laugh? About yeah, no, he does. He does. Right it gets at the his end, confidence, doesn't he? Right at the end, believe it or not, when he saved Nemo and he goes yeah. and he goes back and Nemo goes to his proper first day at school he finally gets the punch he finally line. says the joke yeah. yeah he says the joke and everyone laughs yeah. I remember because he's finally yeah, yeah. built up confidence yeah yeah but at, at this moment in time Marlon is an extremely overprotective parent and has a very very nervous disposition so he tr- tries to tell a joke and it's kind of like a sea cucumber and a mollusk mollusk that's it and he can't get the words out so basically the dads have already assumed that this guy's a loser he does the typical thing where he's like He's like, oh, so a uh, a mollusk walks up to a sea cucumber. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't walk because mollusks can't walk. He, yeah, he, he, he of, goes he over slides. to it, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> he tries to tell it later on. He's like, and the sea, sea cucumber says, I mean, they don't talk, but in this one, everyone talks, and it's just like, this is boring. Mm. Is he just? It's just one of yeah. those. So he's why learning. couldn't the barracuda have eaten you? <laughs> Your wife oh. is hot. <laughs> But the thing is, it's like one thing I wanted to say is one when this film. I was going to shut the windows. The dog's annoying. That's right. But when when he starts to like uh, when this film starts to open up uh, after that initial scene and Nemo's going to school and you know there's that whole scene where 
you know, they're actually just swimming into the schoolyard. It's then where it becomes apparent how fucking brilliant a film this is in terms of its looks and its animation. Oh, it is gorgeous. It, oh, yeah, and I mean, considering this is like film. now, what, 14 years old? Yeah. This it still is now 14 nuts. years old. This looks absolutely beautiful. And it becomes apparent then, obviously, because that's when the colours are vibrant and there's more animation, there's more going on, you know. So I'd say this is the first time that you're, you're kind of like, you're like, shit, actually, this is a fucking beautiful film. Yeah. And the and like another thing, the animations, like the speaking animations and stuff, like a lot of kind of animated films, earlier ones, especially like Pixar and stuff like that, you can see the age. Like the first Toy Story, you can see the age yeah. of it by now, you know. I mean it still looks good. It still looks good. Oh no, don't get me wrong, it yeah. does. They will all yeah, they will always see, they're timeless films, but in uh Finding Nemo, you you it's kind of it feels like it could have been made very recently. It looks the same as Finding Dory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well I, like I said earlier, I haven't seen it. Yeah, Good. it looks well, worth a watch. Yeah, mm. I'd, I'd definitely say it's worth. Not watch. on the same peg as Finding Nemo. No, uh, but sequels rarely are. I was I was going to say Godfather Two, but that's actually notoriously worse. No, Godfather Three is the one that's bad. Yeah, Godfather, Godfather Two Godfather's is better good. than Godfather. Yeah, Godfather Two is. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's. But the then Terminator Two is better than Terminator. But they're the ones that everyone brings up. Yeah, that's true. No, no. Friday Thirteenth. Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Boondock Saints Two is shit. Wait, there is one. Yeah, there, there is, is one. one. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Not that we've seen Boondock Saints, but <laughs> we, we won't watch <laughs> exactly. it to spite Adam. We'll get around to Such it. Such a good movie. <laughs> Since about 14, he's been telling us to watch that. Mm. But, um, yeah, sorry. So, like, when like when they get, like, actually into the schoolyard, introduced to the parents and stuff, at the same time, Marlon's being introduced to the parents, uh, Nemo's in, being introduced to their children. So you have the angelfish child, the octopus kid... And <laughs> well, the octopus, the octopus kid. kid, and it's like a the freak show, and the seahorse fella, you got those, <laughs> and and like you have your first fucking cracking line in this, I think, with Todd or Tad, the angelfish kid, where they're introducing themselves, and he's like, "I'm H two O intolerant, and I'm I I I ink all the time," and then the kid, yeah, what what is the? Uh, it's got uh, it's one of his little. Suckers. Tentacles are uh, so girl, slightly smaller yeah. than the other, yeah. but you don't notice when she's flopping about. Yeah, she's yeah. Doing. So she yeah. likes to flop about a lot. So then, yeah, he's the other. The seahorse is H2O intolerant, which is which is like humorous, considering he lives under fucking water. Mm-hmm. But then that fucking Tad or Todd or whatever his name is, just is like I'm obnoxious. <laughs> I, I think it's fucking. <laughs> like gets right in Nemo's right face. face. <laughs> oh. I mean, I think that's quite sad because that means Why? his parents have said to him. So like he's gonna yeah so someone so some of the other kids at school like one of them's got asthma you know yeah don't feel bad don't feel left out you're obnoxious and so he's going back to school oh, I'm obnoxious his parents <laughs> fucked him what? basically he doesn't know what obnoxious means he just thinks he's got an affliction well this is this oh is yeah yeah he's yeah. But really he's just a dick he's just a <laughs> 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 shit sorry wow wow that's hard that's deep. <laughs> This is a child. It's not really. It's a fish. Well, no, but it's the parents' fault because they can. But his his dad I was going to say train him. His dad, his, <laughs> his dad seemed cool. Yeah, his dad did yeah. seem cool, but so, he, he took a lax approach to parenting. Yeah, maybe he beats his son at home. Ooh, he has fins. How do you beat something with fins? Hey, did you not see Nemo hit that boat? Yeah. Did you not hear that noise? Yeah, Boom. that's the point, isn't it? Mm. Right, we'll get to Let's that. Let's get to we'll that. Get to, yeah. We'll get to that. So basically, then you Probably are. My favourite character comes in. I Mr. Think. Ray? Mr. I think his name's Mr. Ray. 
Yeah. It's got to be, hasn't it's gotta it? Be, yeah. It's fucking got to be. Anyway, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's such a good character. And he's the scientist and class teacher. Yes. And he's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about Mr. Ray, Steph. Well, he comes <laughs> comes flying in like a magical stingray would. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> and then he like... Is he singing the song when he first comes in? Yeah, he just kind of floats. He floats on in, by and the, the, the class get all excited. So all the kids except Nemo run over to the spot because they know Mr. Ray lands on <laughs> run top over. of him. <laughs> he, like, he lands on top of him, squishes him active, into the sand. Some active evolution right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Where have my class gone?" And then they all they all like scream, "We're under here!" And then he like says, oh, here we go." So he lets them all on top mm. of him, and then um, they spots Nemo. And he says, where We've do you live then, son? we someone new in our yeah. class. Where do you live? And he's like, I see an enemy. An enemy. An enemy. Okay, kid, don't hurt yourself. He's fucking brilliant. But it's the way, like, he says a joke. He's like, okay, kid, don't hurt yourself. Right, let's go. And he's like, slap. So! He's brilliant. He's like, he's clearly somewhat, like, bipolar. You know, he's like, he really snaps between things. But yeah, he's like, yeah, he's very, like, quick to snap onto the next sentence whatever yeah. yes say. yes and this is where uh marlin finds out that they're being taken to the drop-off for their first school trip yeah so marlin's like he's dealing with it but he's not doing very well on the idea that nemo's going to school yes uh but he's still like you know he's telling the teacher let him let him rest for 15 minutes if he's starting to slow down you know he's being very overprotective yeah teacher's like you know it's fine and nemo's basically off. just saying fuck Go off away, as well yeah. isn't he yeah so um he goes back to the dads, and the dads are like, oh, yeah, I remember my first time. It was it was difficult. Yeah, the first time they went to the drop-off, and then Marlon's like, the, the drop-off! <laughs> no! But then this is this is when we like we all brought up a point with this, because he says, why don't you just fry them up and serve them with chips now? And you two were like, how do they know what fish and chips are? Yeah, like, do they... And I agree, I agree, but like... I mean, I can understand that they would fish... know what fish is, but that how do they sense. know what chips are? But how do they know? How do they know that it's a dish in itself? Ooh. Do you see what I mean? How do they? Like, how do they from, know to fry? From the although, actually, <laughs> do you see actually, what I mean? Fair, you can't fry underwater. How do they know what frying is? Just thinking of it now, because they obviously they don't go on the surface, or if they do go on the surface, they then don't go back into the ocean to tell all the fish. Yeah. Right. So it's like us being plicked, like plucked from Earth. Yeah. Being put somewhere else. I preferred plicked. Plicked, <laughs> plicked from Earth. Put somewhere else. Okay. And then we find out all about the way they cook the humans. Yes. But we obviously can't I get can't, I can't get War of the Worlds out of my head whilst you're speaking about this, go. by the way. So, but Just instead of tripods, it's just a later big frying on, pan. <laughs> <laughs> later on, they talk to a sea... No, what's... A pelican? Yeah. In the tank. Yes. Pelican. He would probably know about stuff yeah, and true. he could go back and report and after years of us making chips the whole ocean finally know about McCain's oven chips do you reckon it's like some sort of religion <laughs> to them it's like uh, the afterlife yeah, yeah exactly a big frying pan in the sky <laughs> imagine if you're like your end was being battered not your end as in Excuse your me? your penis like, <laughs> <laughs> and not battered as in batter <laughs> um Imagine like that was your demise. You were to be battered. Be battered and fried. And not like beaten up, yeah. Just to be like covered in like a flour, milk, egg substitute and then put in a pan of oil. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't care because you're dead already. Yeah, you're dead. No, but if you were cooked alive. You don't like cook they d- fish alive. You don't cook fish alive. You can. 
Of course you can. You don't. can cook anything alive, but you don't. You don't, you don't batter fish alive. Crab. They're not fish. You can. You don't I know batter fish. fish alive. Yeah, but you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Have you it gives you a bit of a challenge. Because <laughs> then, like, you, when you put them in, they're, like, flopping about. And you're like, rah, you yeah, but get them in. You can't do that you because fuck. they're flopping about in bloody oil that's yeah. burning hot. You can't, like, just put your hand in. No, 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 no. No, easy, easy. Them. Look, potato masher on top. Done. They can't overpower you. Are you telling me the fish? <laughs> like, do, you, do you know what I mean? It's like, but then, you know. but then you're saying, right? So you, you've you've got a fish. You've overpowered your fish. Yeah, and you've fried it. It took some effort. You right. Your you fish. overpowered my fish. It did you, take some you effort. You take a bite. <laughs> he had of me this... in a headlock for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you take a bite of this delicious fried fish. Yeah, and I forgot. I didn't even and it have. Still I has... didn't even have the flame on. He's still raw. He's still alive. But. <laughs> It Sorry. has all its scales on. <laughs> no, exactly. I lovely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and it's got all of its bones inside. It. It's got all of its bones in That's it. And right. it's you guts. Spit you them out. Gutted it's the got fish. Guts. It's oh, got its God, face on it. Point. It's got its tail on it. It's got its fins. That's I never. Not oh, in, you're fairness, wrong. in fairness, you're I wrong. never said I was going to eat him. I only said I was going to batter him. So, you guys can do one because if I if my sole objective was to batter and fry a live fish and then just put it in the bin. That's my life. That's my prerogative. I can do what I want. I can do what I want. I can do what I want. <laughs> so, yeah. So, All right, so, yeah. Anyway, so, so they've gone off to the drop-off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Finding Nemo. And, uh, yeah, so Nemo's, like, in the... In, like, in amongst the anemonemonies and anemonemonies with, uh, with the rest of his class. And uh, Professor Ray is uh, trying to teach him something about science. And the cool kids have buggered off Round the back, round the bushes. Yeah, they've ditched it. Going cigarettes. Some cigarettes. Going for a cigarette and Nemo, being the, the sheep that he is, has followed him. Okay, so they've gone off to the off to the drop off. Right to the edge. Which right is the edge. where the I ledge mean, is. Yeah. I mean Oh, we must say they did move house. So you know how they had their house by the drop off? Good when, point. When New, yeah. when yeah. Nemo was then born. So between Marlon thought it was best yeah. to sell up. Yeah, they moved. They moved to a smaller. Yeah, season. he made yeah. the right decision because now he only had one income now because she died. So he couldn't afford the sea view. <laughs> and trying to get benefits whilst you're whilst you're a fish. Just a uh, uh, yeah, I hear. I hear marine uh, boroughs are in total disarray. Yeah, yeah. After Especially in the. Um, the <laughs> they're drowning in their own bureaucracy. <laughs> 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 but the coral reefs are very uh, affluent area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So uh, yeah. So they're they're at the drop off, and then what happens? They they see a boat. Oh, they see a boat, and they call it a butt. And they call it a butt. Yeah. The obnoxious one says it's a butt, and they have a little competition <laughs> you know, best, to see who can swim closest to the butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they all start going, but then Nemo. So the three of them go up, but then they're like, "Come on, Nemo!" And he's the Nemo goes. I'm not going to do it. My dad says it's not safe. And as he finishes that sentence, Marlon flies around the corner like a bloody bat on heat <laughs> and and says, don't, well, but he doesn't say, don't you fucking dare, but he basically implies, don't you fucking dare. And in fairness, Nemo wasn't going to. Yeah. Nemo was actually just like repeating his dad rhetoric, and wasn't it? It's a good parenting lesson here because he like, he trusts your child. Marlon screams at Nemo and then Nemo's like, um, actually I wasn't going to do it but then yeah. he doesn't listen to him. So. Yeah. But because, your child. because he wasn't trusted, what does he go and do? He goes and rebels goes against the decision. He, he rebels away. against the decision, goes and touches the butt. Yeah. 
So he swims up, and uh, like Marlon's saying, like, you know, don't you dare, there's going to be huge repercussions, you're going to be in so much trouble, don't touch that boat. And then balls, Marlon's such a wet fish. He <laughs> <laughs> pulls out his one good fin, and he goes to slap the boat, and he hits it. And there's, a, there's a quite a big noise yeah, for a small for a clownfish fish. hitting a boat. Yeah. Yes. A small disabled clownfish. Just Yeah, disabled clownfish. <laughs> it's, it's well, true. Yes, he's got a smaller fin on one side. So, yeah. so obviously fish could overpower you because that that's quite a hell of a lot of force generated by a small fish, isn't mm, it? Yeah. That'd be the human equivalent of pushing over the Empire State Building. Well, he didn't. No, it's, it's like, it it's like, no, no, no. He just hit it's a boat like and made a noise. No, 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 just no but it. it's like to scale because obviously. It'd be the human clownfish. equivalent of. Knocking on the window of the no 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 <laughs> the no, no 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 it's like fleas fleas are a great example right if a human could jump to scale the same way a flea could jump what's that got to do with a clownfish touching a boat State building. so you're saying because this clownfish can hit a boat and make a fairly decent noise it would be like it would be like if if, if, if a human had that same strength that noise. to scale to your physical so ability, you're saying a human if could, a human hit a boat they could deafen someone no if you hit that boat it would go into orbit that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying the power generated by that fish to scale would be like you slapping a house and before you even knew it, there's just a basement. <laughs> the rest of the and house, some pipes. There's the rest of the house is gone. There's just a basement and a guy masturbating to pornography. And he's like, where's my house? <laughs> what have you done, mate? And you just walk away. You don't, even, you don't even answer him. You don't need to talk to anyone when you're that strong. When you can slap a house away, you don't need to talk to people. Who needs friends? You can so slap. You can slap all of your problems away. So what happens next? He so then, the boat. oh, we said that. So then he starts swimming back to his dad, like yes. broody look on his face, off. like something that Jon Snow would be jealous of. He looks, he looks pretty. Oh, he's pretty broody. Yeah, pretty steely. Um, and then up from behind him, there's a diver with big old goggles. So then, and uh, a bag. And a so he, he goes to get Nemo, but then Marlon, 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 Marlon yeah, Marlon. Marlon goes to uh, save Nemo as well. But as he goes, he's then ambushed by another diver. Yes. Now, this diver, I have problems with. Why? Because when you go diving and yeah. there's coral, you don't oh. touch the fucking coral because well, it takes so long to grow. Well, and you don't kidnap the wildlife as well. And you don't Steph. kidnap the yeah. wildlife, no. But he comes up with his hand on the coral. Yeah. Not giving a crap. Yeah. He's a bad diver. Well, they can have... Because um, even just the slightest touch can cause quite can a widespread yeah, in- yeah. infection, can't it? Because it, it, it carries on like a disease effectively, doesn't and it? It takes very... so long to, to grow back. That mm. That's like, could in be many 50 cases, years it doesn't. worth of yeah, work. That exactly. What a wanker. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but this is where a theme comes very apparent. And I think it's a theme in a lot of movies where like animals are the protagonists. Like Bambi is, is a good example again. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is where I, I was saying earlier where I, r- I wrote down Warship Down and Bambi. I said, as in many films where animals are the main protagonists, humans are portrayed as evil and cruel. And it's true. I think it's probably true, yeah. Yeah. And this is another yes. one of those films. Like Bambi, Watership Down, humans are always considered... Like Watership Down, it's that they're, they're developing the land, aren't they? So they're destroying all of the animals' natural habitat. Yeah. Yeah. Bam- Bambi, it's hunting. And in this one, it's kidnap and destruction of the environment. Even Toy Story. Because the only good people yes. in Toy Story are Andy's family. Because all the other people you meet... Sid in the first one wants to murder them all. The chicken man in the second one wants to sell them and make loads of money. So you've got destruction, greed, and then the third one... What was the third one? Well, the third one were toys. Oh, the third one, the toys were evil, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. But so even in in Toy Story world... 
But yeah, it's it's it's, it's it's another Disney <clears throat> film that highlights just how cruel humanity can be. And they are. So just within that scene, Nemo is quickly kidnapped in uh, a sandwich bag and the other one fingers and, uh, a load of coral. One... No, he did uh, I mean, you know, he, touch, <laughs> he touches. He touches coral. The other one... Um, and he, <laughs> that he was takes... his wife. His wife was oh. coral. He fingers coral. <laughs> okay, let's get the away from one, that. Uh, She's dead. The other one um, gets a camera out and flashes... <laughs> <laughs> this is getting better. And After he, he fingering Coral, he it's, flashes Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes a picture of Marlon, and Marlon's all then dazed. and yeah. he, he then flies off the boat, well, swims really fast after the boat. And, um, <laughs> You've said so many analogies for fish that don't work. Even like They walked to school, he flew <laughs> after the boat. He's like, These fish are amazing. <laughs> he skipped to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he went after the boat, and then the trail of the boat had disappeared. Yes. And he could no longer see the boat. No. And thus begins Finding Nemo. You've got to feel for this guy, though. I mean... Yeah. Like, wife dead, 99 children dead. His one... The one thing he has to hold on to in this life is Nemo. And he's gone. And he's been taken. And and now he's got to find him. Who... Like... I mean, who goes through this shit? Poor kid. It it gave me a new respect for fish. It really did. Because mm. I thought it was just like people like in EastEnders that had things rough. But no, no. like they have things easy. Turns out that they only lose animated like, fish have things rough as well. Yeah, they, they only lose like one kid and have a fire. This they have guy, a fire this, like every year in EastEnders. Yeah, every, every couple months, to be honest, like there's a fire. I don't really watch EastEnders. Anyway, so talking <laughs> of EastEnders, the next sex, uh, section is Marlin, Marlon. Uh, swimming to try and try and find anyone who's found the boat, but he's going through traffic, and I don't know. But this this Good reminds me of, of EastEnders, yeah. Central London, trying to walk like... through Central London. Yes, with the people there. It's not a pleasant bearing in mind experience. we live in London. I hate walking through Central London. Oh, I'm not a fan of Central London it. in general, to be honest. No, maybe it's, it's just living some... here makes you feel shit about it. But yeah, I, maybe I'm not it's a got fan. some pretty sights, but I just. Just can't, yeah, can't deal the with novelty it. wears busy. off pretty quick. Though, yeah, it's too it? busy. Yeah, but he's trying to walk down there, and he's he's just getting bumped, and people shouting at him, and ignorant and rude, and yeah. yeah. And finally, he bumps into a nice blue fish. Oh, a lovely blue fish! And this is where he introduced to Dory, who's my favourite. Probably. Character. Oh, actually, no, I, I like um, Crush. Okay. And, and uh, who's your favourite? Mr. Ray. Oh yeah. So we've got a fan of Mr. Ray, a fan of Crush and Squirt, and Dory fan. I'm a, I'm a solid Dory fan all the way. I love Dory. And you didn't know that Dory was Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. No, I didn't. I, I, I don't need to know, because as soon as I put a human face to a fish, I just see a human fish face. And I don't want to see a human fish face. Well, did you ever watch fish. Shark Tale with Will Smith? No, because they made, they made that he looks like him. Will they Smith. They made that fish look like Will Smith, and it was, and that, that's, that was quite, quite a talent. It was, I mean, it worked. It really worked, but it was quite off-putting, like, so just, Will Smith fish. Just the just Will, Will Smith's fish. voice voice enough. <laughs> Will fish. Will fish. Will fish. There you go. Mm. I will fish. That is the greatest gangster movie of all time, called uh, Homer Simpson. What? There's a quote in it where uh, Homer's like, um it'll be like the greatest gangster movie of all time, Shark Tale. <laughs> <laughs> is there in Shark Tale they sing the song Car Wash, don't yes. they? Yes. It's like a Christine Aguilera jellyfish. Uh, why would they? S- what? Cut, what? No, I think she's it's a, a whale fish. wash. Is she a jellyfish? I think she's just a normal. At fish. the is whale wash, 
Whoa, but it's, it's car wash, whoa, whoa. but they're washing whales. But they're singing car wash? Yeah. Why? Because they're fish. They know everything that goes on the surface. Have you ever seen the right. Game of Thrones uh, uh, songs that they did for Red Nose Day a couple of years ago? Oh, the uh, Coldplay guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was really good. Because they had the Wildling. Boom, boom. I thought those were really... Now, that... you should do something wait, like that. Wait, 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 wait. It wait. shouldn't still be car wash when they're washing whales. It should be... What rhymes with car? Far? Stars? No, you don't have stars in the <laughs> Bar? Well, while Tom's trying to figure out how to turn you, you carry on, Car Wash into something. a fish song, what happens next, Steph? Oh, actually, we've got Ellen DeGeneres. So Ellen DeGeneres, she pops in. Who sounds who sounds fitter than she is in real starfish. life. Starfish. Star Wash. They're washing starfish. Star Wash. That's not how the song goes. That's Wildling. <laughs> That's Wild Thing. Working at the Star, star Wash. <laughs> there you go. See? And they're washing starfish. See, it's that fucking easy. It took an idiot. Yeah, but who the minute. fuck's going to wash starfish? At least a whale, they're like, well, there's a lot of ground to, to wash. A whale. Everything needs to wash, even starfish. They yeah, can't wash themselves. Starfish can't, like, swim to a car wash. Or they, star wash. Yeah, they swim like that, don't they? So you're saying they're all going to fly over? But no, because whales make more sense. There's more why profit just, in whales. Why don't they just build the star wash where the starfish are? And then the starfish don't have to go far. That'd be too easy. Or why don't they have a mobile Star Wash, like an ice cream van? See? This is all so simple. So we meet Dory. Oh, yeah, Dory. <laughs> okay, my favourite character. Um, And then he says, have you seen a boat? She's like, yeah, yeah, I've seen a boat. It's over here. So he follows her. And this is one of the greatest bits. Because <laughs> he's following her. And then slowly but surely you see that she's kind of back into her own world. Mm. swimming along and then she realises someone's following her mm. and she tries to get away from him darting all over the place yeah. trying to escape and then all of a sudden she turns around and goes would you stop following me is there not enough space in the ocean yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, again with Dory uh, like I was saying earlier about how the facial animations have still stayed like so remarkably oh, that's so intact good. with Dory especially because she's such an expressive character with her like forgetfulness yeah. and her quick changes from like confusion to kind of Unwitting, uh, unwitting happiness and stuff like that. Yeah. Like with her, it's still so apparent that this like looks brilliant because mm. they have to be. You know, she's such an expressive character. Yeah, but I love her quick changes from kind of like forgetting where she even is to like reintroducing herself again and then just smiling. It's like yeah, fucking yeah. brilliant. It is. It's so good. So that's where you find out Dory has a short memory. Yeah, yeah. And Steph's then... computer has gone black, and now Ooh. it's come back. Hey. Wait. <laughs> um, so Dory's trying to help Marlon get to, well, find a boat. Obviously, she's not doing too well because she's got short short-term memory, memory loss. loss. But then we're introduced to three amazing characters. Mm-hmm. The sharks who won't eat fish or trying to win trying their way to off. Trying to not eat fish. Yeah. Win their way off each fish. And we found out that Bruce, the main shark, yeah, who well, has you, the deepest well, you, voice, you found out, who has the, yeah, the deepest out. voice, is played by Dame Edna Everidge. Now, I did not see this, and never, and never could have expected it. Yeah. And I suppose that's understandable. Yeah, hell no, because his voice is ridiculously. But then, manic. but then you're saying the hammerhead shark is uh, Eric Banner. Yeah, Eric Banner. And then, oh, did we find out what the uh, little fella is? Little shark. Oh, he was just a random unknown. All oh, right. Okay. So, I mean, you've got you've got quite like a lineup, and like. I mean, I, d- I don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm in a bit of shock about Dame Edna being Bruce, to be honest. But it does a fucking amazing job, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It does a really good job. Oh, yeah. But so these, I suppose these are kind of like the three... Barry Humphreys. That's the dude's name. 
The little shark. No, Barry Humphrey's the guy who plays Dame Adna, Dame oh, Edna right. and Bruce. Brucey. Yeah. Bruce. So oh oh by the way, uh, rest in peace, Bruce Forsyth. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Carry I up. thought I thought it was a good place to put it in, <laughs> considering we're talking about Bruce. Bruce. So um yeah, so I suppose it's the first time like everything's really opening up because, you know, uh like we say, Marlin's kind of gone away from his like hometown as it were and he's kind of going into the open ocean and we're starting to kind of meet more of the kind of uh supporting characters of the film now yeah know? there's there's a bit that i really like about this film as well when um nemo's when when they're when they're going to school nemo says to his dad have you ever met a shark yes have you ever yeah, met yeah, yeah. a turtle i heard turtles are really old and then Mar- marlon goes in a passing comment no i've never met a shark if i fi- if i meet a sea turtle i'll ask them how old they are yeah and then he meets a shark. All, all of this, like everything, it all comes like interconnects. Yeah. Throughout the film, and it goes in sequence. And like this is one of the films I like. This is one of the things, sorry, I love about the film. And I wrote this down, like as uh, as they're kind of introduced to Bruce and the other sharks, and they go back because they're they kind of hang out in like a an old battleship, isn't it, or a submarine? Yeah, I submarine. Think, uh... I think it's a submarine. Submarine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's so, an old submarine. Yeah. So they hang out an old sunken submarine, which is where they do their kind of like. <laughs> vegetarian meetups, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's surrounded by um, it's like it's, unexploded. It's pitched like yes. an AA group. Yes, yes, so like, exactly. Yeah, because they've got Bruce and I've got the steps. Days well. Remember, fish. yeah, remember the steps. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But um, this is when I thought to myself, like, and I, I did make a note of it actually about um, how brilliantly paced the film is, how like awesome the pacing of the film is. Like nothing jumps, nothing's like nothing seems out of place. Yeah, everything seems so purposeful. Like the transition just from the opening from when Nemo wakes him up to going to school to the drop off to the incident it's very to quick, meeting Dory. But it's never too it's, quick. It's quick, yeah, yeah. but it's it's so purposeful and nothing ever feels like although it's quick, it never doesn't feels feel rushed. crammed in. Yeah. It yeah. just feels like, oh, this is actually happening. This is just yeah. the pace of things. It's one of those kind yeah. of quality quantity things, isn't it? Definitely like, works. There's there's not like a huge abundance of information. But there is that there is enough to kind of keep you stimulated. But at the same time, every character is fleshed out and everything is considered. It's but what's awesome. quite what's quite good is because they've you know Marlon's going through these crazy. He meets one character that goes away, another character goes away, yeah, another character. But then it cuts to the fish tank where Nemo's been put. Yes. So it turns out that the guy who took Nemo was a diver slash dentist. 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 Mm, so he he has a uh, aquarium in his dentist office yeah so he um put nemo in there and it's got in there it's quite slow calm paced yeah and i think it works quite well to cut to that it re- which it is reflects, a calmer pace yeah when it's much calmer and when you're in the ocean it's a lot more manic and it's, it's true it, it has a way of reflecting true. the emotions of the scene doesn't it mm. or like you know the character that you're following in particular it's clever so that's a good point actually moving into the into the dentist office fish tank thing mm-hmm. so there's actually you meet who do you meet? You meet Gil, um, which is Willem Dafoe. Which is Willem Dafoe. You meet uh, what's the pelican called? I don't know, but it's Jeffrey Rush who voices him. Jeff- Nigel. 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 Yeah, it's a voice by the, Jeffrey the Rush. Blower fish. The puffer fish. Puffer fish. fish. Who the, is the brother from uh, Everybody Loves Ray? So it's actually such a good cut. Like you don't even yeah. think about it when you're watching a, a Pixar movie or like mm. any any animated. Do movie. You think, I never realised that he was the brother from Everybody Loves Raymond until Tom went. 
what's his name? And as soon as I started listening, I was like, that's him. Yeah, yeah you clocked onto it so quickly. He's got, he's got such a recognisable voice. voices, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and anyone, like any of you who are listening now, like I'm sure you're kind of hearing that voice in your head. You just know it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. But it's, um, at the same time, it's one of those things I couldn't just like, I couldn't picture him at the time. But like, yeah. as soon as you said, you're like, oh yeah, it's like the brother from Everyone Loves Raymond. I was like, oh yeah. Shit, it is, yeah. of course it fucking is. I can't remember the bloke's name, but yeah, he's yeah. got a very recognisable voice. Yeah, but then, but then, like, yeah, kind of being introduced to the aquarium, and, and once again, it's just like such a colourful array of characters. Like mm. every single one is unique and individual. Like you've got the one who's obsessed with bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. and he's he's kind of he's kind of slightly cracked a bit from spending so much time in the aquarium. Yeah, yeah. you've got the the blue girl who um, looks at the edge of the tank and she sees her reflection. Flo. She thinks it's her sister Flo. Yeah. yeah, so she's got like a split so she's personality got a bit, disorder. She's got a bit unhinged. Yeah, um, and then you've got the 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 oh the yellow and purple fish who's obsessed with cleanliness and uh, always yeah. thinks there are Jack's. germs and dirt everywhere. No, no, not Jack. Jack. Jacques is no, the, uh, Jacques Jacques the, the uh, shrimp, shrimp, yeah, yeah. The shrimp. who is basically just like their janitor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just the cleaner. But yeah, um... but but then like it, I suppose it's quite telling, like uh, from being in the ocean and having like all fish being like relatively with it, other than Dory, and then going into the aquarium. Basically, it's just an aquarium full of people with mental health disorders. Yeah. So I but mean, the thing it, is, but it's, it's actually quite telling. It's actually yeah, quite telling because if you were locked in a cage, exactly. Yeah. For that long, and you had your one space filled of other people, you, you yeah, you would course. start to crack, yeah, exactly. And it's quite telling about how we keep animals, isn't it? You know, yeah, because of course, like you, you see fish behavior, you see like fish swimming in circles or like replicating death and shit, you know, when they've been kept in tanks long enough. And of course, like that's what happens. So, actually, because I was reading beforehand that ironically, this movie, which is about a, a fish yeah, getting kidnapped a and yeah, being yeah. like put into captivity and all about the struggles and and how barbaric that is. This yeah. movie actually increased the sales of clownfish yes. by three, three times. times amount? Yeah, and kind of devastated large amounts of like the coral reef and that around um, uh, the tropics. So like this movie actually contributed to once, everything it was again, everything it was talking it was, against so going, yeah, going yeah. back to our old point of how humans film, are bastards yeah the film portrays <laughs> humans as bastards and, and what do humans do to kind Thing of is, like counteract what the film portrays all they like, do is you can't, prove the point you can't go into an aquarium in any country you were saying and earlier not have like I went to the aquarium in um, in Dubai yeah and they had a Finding Nemo tank so, was like, it actually like yeah like it, a Finding fully, Nemo? it had all I had all the main characters in there obviously it didn't have the sharks that would be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is Dubai, so we do like them to take to be things vegetarian. Level. Yeah, yeah. But um, you had all the main characters in there. It's fun. And then it had like it? they had the board next to it saying like Nemo, and then it would explain what the clownfish does it's, and it's what it is. Such and a freak show. You'd have Dory and explain the blue, what what that fish is, and it's <sighs> like every aquarium you go in will have at least the clownfish so and sad. the and the Dory fish. I it's can't remember what it's called. So fucking sad. Together, every every aquarium you go in. And you always see kids at that one and me screaming with excitement. And I tell you what, <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but at the same time you're screaming with excitement, but also there's just like a single quiet tear yeah. coming yeah, from yeah. your face. <laughs> and that's a cash grab. That is a cash grab. That is a cash grab. That's yeah, pretty yeah. much where we got to in the movie, wasn't it? Roughly. Um, there Nemo was one thing I was going to say. Oh about... well, we had the scene with the sharks. We didn't really talk about that. Oh yeah, we not talk about sharks. Oh, we talked about then, them, but we didn't really say what they'd done. Ah, uh, yeah. No, so Every, everyone's seen the movie anyway. Seen the we're, movie. We're we don't need to explain yeah. too much. Well, it's just like a manic state of bloodlust, basically, yeah. from Dory hitting her nose, and then a bit of a chase scene, and then the sharks accidentally 
set off all the mines, the kind yes. of underwater mines. And which it's actually a great joke. Has <laughs> a brilliant tra- like once again, I was saying how the scenes transition so well. So all the bombs go off, like you know, a huge fucking eruption underwater, bubbles absolutely everywhere, and then it just switches to two pelicans sitting on top of water, a small amount of bubbles coming up beside <laughs> one of them, and yeah. the other one just goes nice and just flies away <laughs> it's like that's how like wonderfully crafted this film is it's just like such s- a simple it, joke it, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like it's like butter it's so smooth how it all kind of goes together I think it's just yeah it's so good but one of my favourite bits of Mr. Ray or Professor Ray whatever You'd it is love I love Ray. it he's so funny because there's well. like the, there's the bit where um, Nemo uh, Mar- Marlon and Marlon I keep I can't remember his fucking name. Yeah, well, I I like to call him Marlin. Mister M. It's Marlin Wayne's. Mister M and Nemo are having like they're having their talk just before Nemo goes and touches the butt. Yes. And um, the camera like pans around behind them, and then Mister Ray appears like above the coral, and then oh, all, yeah. all the little fit, all the other fish appear, <laughs> yeah. and he's like he's like whoa, love to see him. <laughs> 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 it's so good. He is awesome, Mister Ray. Is I'm it? still a Dory fan though. I can't help it. Yeah, fair too, I can't. Too they're all, all the characters. Yeah, they're all absolutely great. brilliant. Like, you could say any fair. of them are your favorite, and I, I understand yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very true. Very true. So I suppose that that's about where we got to with the film in our half an hour watching. Yeah. So um, we obviously all carry on watching this. Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. It goes without saying. Would you watch Finding Dory now? Uh, yeah, I really want to. I really, really want to. In fact, I'll probably uh, try and stream it tonight or something. Legally. I've seen it. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So, uh, definitely. Yeah, I I would. Yeah. So, uh, from our half an hour watch of the film, we quickly moved on to our half an hour of gameplay of Finding Nemo for the PlayStation 2. The PS2. The PS2. And this is our first PS2 game, you were saying? Yeah, we've had one GameCube game. Yes, which is uh, Spider-Man. So same sort of generation. Spider-Man. Same generation, but mm-hmm. I finally fixed my PS2. Yay. Yay! So we're up and running. We are we are PS2 owners now. <laughs> Yay. Oh, fucking hell. Although, <laughs> although my controller there. was still broken, so uh, I had to buy a dodgy one off Amazon, which Tom seemed to love. It's, oh, fuck it's me. pretty cool. It's, it's, it's a pretty, typical you, like third party. You know when you go to a mate's <laughs> house, you play PS2, and they're like, they've got the really nice DualShock yeah, 2, yeah. and then they passed you... This heap of shit, which like <laughs> you, is like ten it was times either, the size. It was either exactly like red or gold yeah. or like blue. <laughs> yeah, this is what happened when I came over here. You were just like always gave me this one, which was just like I was like, "That's very nice of you, Steph." But where's the back? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like, like, it's, <laughs> it's And then like the the uh, like symbols and the buttons obviously can't be X, circle, triangle. So like, this one's got three yeah. DXs and circles and whatnot. <laughs> but like some of them just don't have anything at all, or some of them just have color. But when yeah, you're like yeah. still learning the PlayStation. That was a nightmare. Yes. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. now we're yeah, on yeah. the PS4, we all know the buttons it's, off It's by just heart. muscle memory, isn't but it? Yeah. when you were a kid, that was always a pain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, what, what your controller reminds me of is because the thumbsticks for Steph's controller are like this like beautiful kind of like tie-dye <laughs> multicolour. <laughs> and the thing is, you know when you go to a bowling alley and you've always got like the kind of glossy like mo- like coloured balls and there's always that one guy there who's like an amazing bowler and has brings his own ball yeah, in a yeah, bag yeah. and it's always well. like a tie-dye multicoloured glossy beautiful ball I literally looked at that and I, and I just couldn't stop hearing a bowling alley in my head <laughs> it's just like I, it's like it looks so fucking brilliant they are the thing is because when I ordered them I, I saw a review and it was like oh the thumbsticks are crap but luckily they come with uh, like attachments to make them better. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was thinking, oh, well, I'll, I'll, yeah, they make I'll just better. go straight in with this geezer's opinion and I'll just stick them on. And then when <laughs> they arrived, 
I thought they were just going to be black to go with the controller. Yeah. And they came out tie-dye. And I was like, Let, well, I've got to have let's, them. Let's right. be honest, you couldn't be more happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's perfect. I was like, you know what? I, yeah, I've got to have them. I've got to put them on. And oh, it's awesome. Do you know what? It's quite comfy. Yeah, they're, they're all the right. The controller was fine. With it. Oh, yeah, you played it as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, sweet. So, so the, game. the game. Okay, so uh, just to throw out the release dates and stuff. Well, first of all, um, it was developed by Traveller's Tales, and this was the last Disney game they were ever to develop. Then and they're, the, they're the ones famous for doing all the Lego games. Yeah. Uh, do they still do them now? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're doing the latest one. Yeah. There you go. So they are now kind of like widely regarded for the Lego games. And uh, Finding Nemo was published by THQ. So this wasn't too uh, long before THQ kind of felt a bit really. bottomed out yeah. yeah it's like I don't know four or five years later or something that bottomed out so this was released for us uh, in Europe in September 2003 but in North America it was actually released before the film yeah in early May 2003 and when did the film come out uh, like mid May no 30th of May oh 30th of May so okay. at the end of May but then the game came out like Cl- close like to the, the beginning. 11th? Yeah, close to the beginning. So of like three weeks. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's an interesting thing to note. I and mean, then in Europe, us, it came out after the film. Yeah, September, it came out in Europe. So what, like May? I, I have to start from January, so I'm not going to do that. I'm one of those really bad people that have May, to count. June. July, July, August, September. Wait, mate. <laughs> June, July, August, September. So four months. Yeah. Four months difference, which is a significant... You know, it's a, a bit sig- weird. It's very... It's, that is but weird. It, but I mean, this then. was back in 2003 when I think the movie would have been released in America first. Should do you I remember when that used to do happen? Do you yeah, remember like all like movies Australia, used to get released Australia in America? Stuff, yes. Now Australia yes. sometimes gets stuff first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. It's weird. Exactly. So the the game, the actual uh, it, on on Wikipedia, it just says release date 30th of May 2003. It doesn't. doesn't well, doesn't I, I, I would as, I would assume uh, that that would be. You know, like that would be a universal kind of standard, release yeah, date. release, to be honest. And yeah. it's, well, uh, you know, uh, and if it isn't, I would say that the release date that they would take into account country-wise would be the USA. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, let's let's take it on face value. But you can kind of tell that perhaps that the game was released before the movie because on the home screen, where mm-hmm. you select what you want to do, the bottom of the, the menu is play the trailer. Yeah, it just yes. says play which trailer. Is pretty which weird is, for a game oh, like that. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Can I just drop one more point about the film? Of course you can. In 2003, mm-hmm. when this came out, it was the second highest grossing film. And the first one... What, of all time? No, of, no, of that of year. The year. Oh, of sorry. that year. And the, f- and the first film of the year, Lord of the Rings Return of the King, <sighs> third one in the franchise. So Finding Nemo done bloody well. Yeah. Shit. Because if it took down Lord of the Rings, I'd be amazed. Yeah, wouldn't, but wouldn't that it. was the third one of an epic franchise. Especially for a yeah. kid's movie. For a kid's right, film, that's, yeah. That's amazing. They smashed it out Fucking of the Fucking hell, yeah, yeah. And it was like widely acclaimed as, as just amazing, the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, a, yeah. a lot of people claim it to be the best Disney movie ever made. And I can see why. Yeah, I can see yeah, why. Yeah, it's, 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 definitely, definitely it's possibly tops. my favourite, to be honest. Although I think I've said this with nearly every Disney, <laughs> yeah, every Disney film. Tom does like, like a good Disney movie. Yeah. Well, this is different. This is Pixar. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's, I think it is my favourite Pixar movie, to be honest. Even more than Toy Story. Don't know. I know that's controversial. Ooh, that's controversial. Oh, I, I mean, I love Wally. I love Wally. Uh, anyway, back to back to the game. Yeah. So basically, so, so I, the menus. Like, it's quite nice. The menu because it kind of slowly goes in, yeah. goes along the coral and all that, and you see some fish, and then it says Finding Nemo. Yes, very, like very that's wavy. floating there, and it's, then like it's smooth, it's crisp, and the music's really nice and tranquil. But then you've got 
the flashing menu. Yeah, side. the only down yeah. point for that menu is the it's, epileptic it's the waiting, waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I was quite kind of like pleasantly surprised, I'd say, over opening up. The music is the biggest thing. Like, the, the music in music, the game is amazing. And it's, it's a theme throughout. Like, throughout the time we played it, I would say, like, the, the most solid thing about this game is its music. Yeah. And its score. And it's, you know, like, I think it's absolutely fucking brilliant. But, when, like, you know, we kind of quickly went into New Game. And we're greeted with, like, fairly good quality FMV of just, like, uh, a scene from the movie to introduce Which I will us. not be playing on the no, YouTube video. Obviously, for copyright reasons. But they are reasons. in the game. Yeah, for copyright So you have, you have FMVs of, like, certain clips in the game. Yeah, so I think we quickly had the one about, uh, basically, the Barracuda scene to open up the game and to introduce us to the story. I yeah. don't know if it was the Barracuda scene, though. Or was it I don't know, we skipped it because, yeah. We didn't watch it because it was But it was one of the first scenes from the movie, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it was the first scene when Nemo wakes you up. So I don't think even the, like Millhouse playing the game, I don't think he even knew about the Barracuda. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just all to shelter the kids. Yeah. Poor sheltered kids. So then the first mission is going to school. So yes. pretty good with the film so far. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Standard gameplay. You, you go on it, it's like a 2.5D side-scroller. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's giving you, like, so you start off your Nemo. The graphics, pretty good. Yeah, they're, well, they're I think it looks I, all right. I did write down quite early on that I thought it was really pretty looking, to be honest. Yeah. It's one of those games that, because it's very uh, kind of cartoony done and stuff like that, it's quite it easy works. to make yeah, it, it a good looking game. It doesn't age that well. Yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't age well. Because if you're on the PS2 trying to make something look realistic, it ages yeah. quickly. Yes, because graphics just go. But if you're trying to give it the cartoon look that it the has, movie it has, has perfect it works example. Quite well. It has a bit of longevity. Wind Waker. Oh, that Wind that Waker game on the GameCube still, still looks lovely. Not yeah. even the remaster. Like the remaster one looks amazing. Yeah, but the original still looks nice because it's just uh, cell shaded. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it works. It, yeah. it will always work. No, Whereas, exactly. yeah, you're right. If you look back at like Call of Duty Two on the PS2, yeah, it, mm. it's aged. Yeah. Yeah. The early Grand Theft Autos and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really aged. But yeah, no, so I, I I wrote down that. I thought it was, like, really pretty looking. And I thought, like, the animations weren't too bad. Like, the first scenes where, like, Marlon's talking to Nemo and stuff. Like, obviously, they have aged, you know. and it's, Of course, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's got quite the expressionless face and, you know, kind of, like, emotionally dead sort of thing. But, like, yeah. I mean, take it into its account being 2003. It's it's not yeah, bad. It's not too It's bad. not bad, you know. It, it, I've, I've seen worse at similar times with like you know games released at similar times sorry yeah so yeah so like you're saying steph uh first mission is basically go to school yep which if i was a kid and i was playing a game which and, and my whole want to do yeah my <laughs> whole life is like i want to get away from school and school sucks the last thing i want to be told in a game to do is to go to school yeah you never but you paid then did you i didn't oh, know that was great that was a great game canis canamed it was it yeah, yeah. that was no, a great awesome game. game i've never wanted to to be uh, honest I've, oh, i, ne- I was so never good. too into it and then i got it and i've oh, i really yeah? enjoyed it yeah, yeah really good good on pc I, I tell you i just can't every time i look at it i just think to myself like i nothing stirs in me basically yeah fair nothing enough. Enough. But it was it was really it. good fun yeah um yeah so it's like so it's just side scrolling Yep. First level is quite easy. There's little rings for you to go, little bubble rings that you need to go in. Mm. Um, and basically, that, so each mission seems to have a few different mission objectives. Yeah. As well as just completing it. You've got all the rings to it collect. It has like optional challenges and stuff. Yeah. So you've got all the rings to collect. But there's loads of them in there. Like one of the levels yeah. have like 70 something rings. They're not yeah. long levels. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's got so, an element of challenge to it. Yeah. So then it's got... Um, the shells. 
Yes, you have to collect some like shell things, and they um, they're like a score. They give you like a score, yeah, yeah, like a high score. Yeah, you got like these coloured rocks that you have to do something with, you and you want to match up the pebbles to their beds. Yeah, and then when you've right run, when you've done all that, you get like a golden starfish for completing that objective. Consi- con- consider the dynamic cool. similar to like Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like, stars. but they were like so the first first mission had a couple. First, second mission had a couple, and then the fourth yeah. mission had like four, and it was like there was you know it's quite yeah, it, it was ramping like it was up. quite it's meaty. It's ramping up, yeah, yeah. And that that's the thing is like as as we're kind of playing through this, and I, I don't think we'll kind of describe everything we did each scene sort of thing because it do, it does follow the kind of movie relatively yeah. relatively straight down the line. It has to divert, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it has its little divergences and stuff like that, but relatively it's kind of just following the story. It's, yeah. But, um, you know, like, it's one of the things that, like, we, we were kind of saying, like, straight off the bat, to be honest, is, like, considering the challenges, and literally the first time you're going to play it and just, like, getting used to the game, you're not going to do all of these things. Like, you're not going to go swim through all 70 rings as well as fit all of the pebbles to their, like, beds and then do some sort of random challenge to do with a hermit grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not going to do them. So there is a level of replayability to this. Yeah, and the rings yeah. were rock hard as well. Yeah. They were challenge and replayability. There's a, there. So the engine they used for this was Crash Bandicoot engine, apparently. Which is evident from Which the game Because they have yeah. quite a few sections where you're coming at the camera or away from the camera. Yes. Yeah. And they are rock hard, those. Yeah. Like getting through those rings on that because the, the depth perception on it, depth, depth, Perception, perception. Yeah, yeah. on them is really difficult. Yeah. You, you think you're good and then you go up to it and you're well gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I got close on one mission. I think I was like three rings away, which is quite irritating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, on the whole, like, you know, obviously bits like that where the kind of like the pan of the camera affects your view of things. Like, you know, there's not really a whole lot you can do. It's the engine it's used and yeah. the way it's animated. Like, yeah. you know, that that's going to be a pain quite naturally. So, I mean, that hasn't aged well. But one of the things that you two were saying whilst you're playing it, and I wrote it down, press action button. Oh, yeah. yeah. God. So, we were talking in, Harry, in the Harry Potter one about, um, like, Ron Weasley's like, press the X button to jump. And then yeah. Harry's like, all right, mate, no worries. And, like, we were saying like, how annoying that is, like, yeah. when their character tells you to press a button. It just completely removes you from the game. Yes. Mm. And then Marlon, Marlon, Mr. M, he's like... <laughs> He's like, oh, press the action button. I was like, this is annoying because it doesn't... If you're going to do it, yeah. tell us the button. Yeah. Because I'm sure in the in the menu, like in the booklet or something, it will tell you what the action button is. Well, or if you go into yeah, settings, you might find you it. Look but if yeah. you're just, if you're just playing the game, if they just said press square for the action button, yeah. fine. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Well, the, the thing is, it's like what they should what they should do is like in tutorial levels, like with like kind of 2.5D side scrollers and stuff like this, the best way to do it without breaking the immersion of the game is actually never have the characters who are like voicing it say it or or, or talk about anything to break mm. the kind of game to break the kind of immersion. Yeah. Instead, won't you have just like in the background, like it looks like a bit of driftwood floated down from the surface, and it just has like an X button near a rock wall, so you know you have to press the X button. Yeah, or like that, or, that or, means you're always in the immersion. Or Mr. Ray comes past for like a little banner or something that says yeah, square exactly, action button. Exactly. Just, you but could just do no some voiceover and it doesn't break things up or yeah. use any sort of dialogue. Do you know it what I mean? Be, it it's could be like, so simple. Yeah, yeah. And it could be easy. And uh, and that was a bit of an issue, especially as like you two are playing it 
further on and you're starting to discover about like the pebbles so yeah so, pebbles, so and you have to hold down the action button so you have to hold moving. down the action button to pick up a pedal pebble but the, the problem is the action <laughs> yeah. button also darts well, it's the only it's the only thing it's, it's the only button is the one button so is it the just action button directions and what x or square, square. i think i think in some sections x makes you go like we had a like race the, and i had to uh, hold down yeah. x yeah yeah but apart from that square does everything and you can see that hmm. like, we're getting more and more confused as we're trying to do something. We're doing, we're dashing <laughs> it was, around. It was quite yeah. funny to watch. <laughs> it's very irritating. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like dash could have been its own button. I yeah. mean, you've got plenty of other buttons to play with. <laughs> there's at least another three they could have chosen. At from least if you don't want to start using the shoulders. Yeah, know. there's a, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was I very see, irritating. Yeah. They could have just made it X because that would make sense because X makes you go faster in the race. And then yeah. obviously square being an action button, and with the pebbles you can just tap square to toggle it. And then you're carrying it so you can still dart around yeah. rather than holding it down and moving all the way around. So, I mean, like, it, you know, I know we started off relatively positively with this saying, like, the score's great, it looks nice, the animations are okay, and it's quite fun to play. But there are some quite no, deep-seated flaws some with flaws. the game. And also, um, I don't know, it just all seemed a bit too similar to me. There wasn't too much diversity. Like, obviously, yeah. there's they no, break it up a little bit, like maybe you're jumping on a, an element. And then, yeah, one of them on a sponge. <laughs> yeah, it was like a um, spongy thing, though. Wasn't it? Yeah, you're going to jump on a sponge. Or... That was quite cool. It referenced the jellyfish. So I'm assuming you're going to jump on the jellyfish yeah. later on, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, that was like a little tutorial. Or like you're using bubbles to kind of trap crabs. But realistically, there's not that much in the three levels we played. The yeah. scenery didn't change at all. Scenery didn't no, change, but neither did the gameplay. Really, you're still no. just running. You're just chasing. We hoops. just had we just had some it's Sonic, some chasing sections. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and if you consider the other games that are coming out at the time, like did you we say were, Sonic, yeah, be careful what you say with hoops. Sonic yeah, at the time. Right, like, Steph's like, I'm well, really well, all I mean was <laughs> Steph's like super fucking the purpose is chasing Sonic hoops. You know what I mean? But like the other games out in the same year. So like, what did we have? Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic like, for the Xbox. Uh, Beautiful, Joe. Beautiful, Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe. Which is a side-scroller, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like a 2.5D beat-em-up, basically. But, um, it's still, yeah. but it reinvented it because yeah, of all of the yeah, bending of time and stuff like Did that. Did you say Final Fantasy XII? Final Fantasy XII. 10, 10 2. 2. Oh, 10 2. I never played yeah. that. I never want to. What? No, it's, um, just, it's, it's Medal of Honor. Right. There's like, loads of stuff. If you like speed underground. and... Scantily clad I've, I've got it on the HD remaster. I'm not, just not going to touch it. Just do it. No. Look, look. Just promise me one my thing. My rule is I don't. No. Play, I don't play any game where <laughs> if someone comes in my room and I'm be embarrassed to play it. Because <laughs> like, if someone comes in my room and sees me <laughs> playing it, I'll it. be embarrassed. That's I why. Know. That's why I, I won't play Kingdom it's, Hearts. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. But honestly, look. Just, just put it in right. Just, I'll have to play it on my watch, Vita watch, version and yeah. just like, hide away, like hide just under the bed the sheets. First, watch the first ten minutes. Because the first ten minutes is like just like a Japanese pop concert. But the thing is, I like the three <laughs> characters, and I think my like image of them would heavily die. Which if one? I see which them. one did you like? Did you like Yuna or Riku more? Just I preferred Riku out of the compared to Yuna. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she, she stays pretty cool in Ten Two. Yuna has a bit of a yeah. Well, Yuna's a bit annoying in the whole game anyway. I like Yuna. Yuna's all right. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Back to it. Yeah. So what else came out? There was more. There were more like impressive games coming out. So yeah, Need for Speed Underground, Need for Speed Underground, yeah, Medal of Honor, loads of stuff. Yeah, but, but, but the, what these, I'm saying is, yeah. so, so the, compared to the other games coming out, so Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, That's that was it. it. That was one I was thinking of. Mm. That like, was good. 
compared to them, yeah, this game looks a little bit pretty, but there's not that much substance to it. Like, no, in, it's true. So, so far, at least, no. Yeah. No. And if you think in the opening scene of Prince of Persia, there was a lot to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. and, but but the thing is, it's like it's like you know, I I made a point when you guys were playing it, and I said one of the biggest drawbacks of this is that it's kind of restricting itself as this kind of two point five D side scrolling platformer sort of thing. But it doesn't really work because taking it back before even the PS2 generation, look at Spyro the Dragon on the PS1, yeah, and especially like like Spyro two and three, where you know these these were games which were like effectively kind of sand like fairly decent sized sandbox games for the time. With the same emphasis on like replayability and collecting and yeah, new yeah, aspects yeah. to each level, but in this kind of huge open 3D environment where everything was vibrant, and, and they like, could have they could have pulled that off. It, it easy. could it could work. It's the it's like you know it's a colourful, attractive environment that you can do a lot with, and you could open mm-hmm. up, and you could and it has those elements like the collecting and the exploring, and you know getting a certain number of something. The to little complete challenges and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's got all of these elements which are quite typical like it was in Spyro in like these kind of open platformers and I think to myself like it's 2003 on a new generation of console which is capable of a huge amount and even if you weren't wanting to break ground even if you just were to have a similar scenario to like a Spyro game it could be fucking brilliant Mm. it has the potential to be yeah yeah Mm. and it's like you know it was being done years ago and a lot better you know yeah so yeah I mean and it kind of like you get the bonus, the bonus level, which was the puzzle, which we found fucking impossible. Which you're probably, Jesus if you're watching on Christ. YouTube, you're probably watching oh. it right about now. I don't know, it might be a so bit later. So you can unlock like, lock yeah. little bonus games, which I think is a nice touch. It, it breaks it up again. It was almost like Aladdin, you know, you get those bonus it, games. It reminded up. me a lot of um, Lego Star Wars, because you know that Lego Star Wars had the yeah, little mini game. True. So you got the you gold bricks, it's a traveler's and then you've done thing, the mini game, you? you got another gold brick, because I've yeah. done a mini game eventually, yep. and we got another gold starfish oh, starfish yeah. yeah so it's a nice like, touch so yeah. it's a nice I like that sort touch. of thing but yeah it doesn't it doesn't quite live up to the what the console can do and yeah, what very you true. know which re- is reflected in the reviews as well because they only gave it what two th- two stars three we'll, stars we'll do reviews towards the end yeah, yeah. we we know that they're, they're relatively Red- average, average all but, around yeah. to be honest but yeah I mean, oh the voice acting Should oh do that? yes yes so that was something the kids Kids were alright, and I think kids they might have actually okay. might have actually been played by the kids in the it's movie. It's possible. I don't think Nemo was Nemo. No, it was like sometimes it was there and sometimes it wasn't. I don't know. I think like, it might Ma- have actually but been Marlin? Nemo. Marlin. Oh, that was bad. Definitely, Marlin was definitely not Marlin. I mean, it's not. It it really wasn't very becoming, was it? Nemo. <laughs> Nemo. Nemo. <laughs> Leonard Nemo. Yeah. Leonard Nemo. <laughs> it was so funny if his first name was actually Leonard. Leonard Nemo, <laughs> and he couldn't do Live Long and Prosper because he's got a shitty fin, and he hasn't got fingers, so he definitely can't do it. He's a fish. Uh, I muted Sucks my to mic. Be Nemo. <laughs> uh, sorry, say again. I muted my mic because I have um, the loudest keyboard known to man. Is it back on your mic? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, so you're not just talking into nothing. At the moment, we're kind of uh, what are we doing? So, if you're looking at some screenshots or something, at the cast. no, I'm trying to look at the voice cast. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, Nemo is actually Nemo. Is it Alexander Gold? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Alison Janney. Yeah. This Andrew is a really Satan. annoying so website crush... because I have to keep going back and forth between them. No. Okay. So so uh, the, the... so Crush is actually Crush. Oh um, yeah, Brad Garrett. That, that's Brad Garrett, the yeah. uh, 
Who, oh, fucking hell. So who, who plays... <gasps> so oh, look, it's... It's him. It's, uh, Dewey. Dewey, yeah. Dewey. Yeah, Back in, in the middle. Eric Persullivan. So they're all actually... But scroll down. What's, so, who's, who's, who plays Marlon? Well, so Marlon is... Oh, I can't remember who it is in, in real life, but it's none of these people because I've seen all their pictures. Well, but, it looks here... Um, voice competitor. It looks like Marlon, Dory, and Bruce. Were Marlon, this uh, one, yeah. Oh, she, uh, Alison, J- Janie. Yeah, I'm guessing she's Dory. Okay, and and so the the first. No, guy... I think that she's actually in the movie. What? No. Yeah, look, she's uh, Peach. Oh, she's Peach. Oh, she plays Peach in the thing as well. So yeah, so Marlon's different, but the kids are all the same from from what we were playing. Yes. Which kind of rings uh, true. Jennifer uh, Hale. Um, Jennifer Hale voices Dory in the game, and Ellen DeGeneres is obviously the and movie. And for Marlin, it's Jess Harnell is the video game version, and the Finding Nemo film is Albert, Albert Brooks. Brooks. Okay, so basically, uh, Jess Harnell didn't do a wonderful job of replicating. No, Albert sounds Brooks. more like Homer Simpson. Jess, <laughs> yeah, Har- Jess Harnell also done Bruce. Okay. Okay, well, obviously, he couldn't get Barry Humphreys in. Dame Edna. Yeah, so, I mean, so, and uh, to be fair, I thought, like, the kids, the dialogue was crap. Well, the thing is, it's one of those It was really badly written. It's it's badly written, but it's also, like, more than anything else. It's like, it's what we were saying about um, last uh, last week's episode with Friday the 13th. I remember we were talking about the delivery, like, great arsehole. Yeah, yeah. It's that sort of thing again. It kind of felt like, to me... Like they were like, we've rented this studio out for a day. You Half have a fast. day to get all these. It, if you, know, you don't was, do them, we're, we're done. It was exactly yeah. the same as Harry Potter. Do you remember the dialogue in Harry Potter? Just seemed like just, <laughs> I still remember. I think it. it's something that's really <laughs> been changed in video games. Like obviously mm. now, like video games are where they are. They're they're more like films than they are games. Some of them. Yes. Mm. So like dialogue is well, now really important. And Spider Man. Do you know what? Yeah, that's actually been a really big thing. Do you remember the dialogue in Spider Man? That was dreadful. And it was actually done by. Um, What's his face? The freak. Uh, Toby Maguire. Was that the first one? He's in the second yeah, one. Yeah, as well. yeah, Toby, Toby Maguire. Toby he did both. I bet he sounded crap. It's yeah, like you've terrible, read yeah. all these lines before in the movie. You should know how they it, sound. It always feels but like it's, it's like you know. But you, if it, you're locked in a studio and like you're not actually acting, you know, it's it must hard be to harder. Get into the emphasis yeah, I'm sure. It, but it? it's like just on, looking. Paid, I agree. Looking but then if you, page, but then look at the people who voice Finding Nemo. They're they're sat in the studio. Yeah, they're exactly. not, they're not very swimming true. in the ocean. Do you know no, what I mean? Very true. You're so right. So it can be done. And like yeah, the kid, the kid was the same now. guy do, doing uh, Nemo, Nemo. In, in the movie. Yeah. So he should be able to get those lines right and make them sound believable. But he it just doesn't. sounds flat, and then, doesn't it? And it, it always feels like they're paying by the minute or paying by the word. So it's like even if you fuck up, they don't care. They're not going to re-record it. Very true. That's how it always feels in yeah. these. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like it's funny you start like you were saying about like how that's changed like voice voice work and animation stuff because like I was saying earlier I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition yeah I can notice like a massive difference between like that and say The Witcher 3 like a fucking massive notable difference and obviously what that's two years difference yeah but I mean it's huge but like, The Witcher 3 just smashed everything out of the park yeah. oh yeah I mean it's like it's 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 beyond like you know you can just you can see it like you know, there's there are some dead faces in Dragon Age Inquisition at the best of times, I must admit. Yeah. Some like some some of those kind of soulless eyes, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You just look at them. The Andromeda like, eyes. 
Yeah, it was Bioware, I guess. Yeah. Like, they, like, they have, they're having a few struggles. Nemo's eyes at the end of... Uh, oh, <laughs> when, when, Nemo, gets star, when, when Nemo gets a star. And My it's just like... Do, 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 kill me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking vicious. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That is something that's got better in video games, and I'm glad. Like, Undertale doesn't have any uh, voice acting. No. But the dialogue... That's just that you're reading. It's, is amazing. It's, but it's so colourful. It's isn't so it? yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's it's really like it's really been worked on now. Yeah. And it is terrible in this game. Yeah, it is. But it I is. think we're gonna find and, out. And a lot. the thing is, like you know, like we say, this is 2003. But at the same time, it's not excusable. Think of like you know. But I was gonna say Final Fantasy had some good voice acting, but then. Ha 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 ha! No, it didn't. No, it didn't. But at the same time, like you know, you did have like the Grand Theft Autos out, and like they had a lot of. Brilliant fucking voice acting. Yep. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, but that, like City. Ray Liotta and yeah, yeah got exactly. Some great, great talent there. You know, it's like the, there was some there was some amazing voice acting work going on in video games in 2003 and beforehand. So, I mean, it, it's not necessarily excusable, especially considering, like you're saying, yeah, a lot of this sm- cast is the movie cast. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. so should we look at. Should we do a quick reviews on yeah, the game? Look at yeah, some yeah of those let's reviews. do it. All right, so the reviews for the game. As you already said, it came out kind of um, flat. So, uh, Eurogamer, 6 out of 10. Right. Uh, obviously, I'm doing the PS2 version here. Okay. Uh, Game Informer, 6.5 out of 10. Game right. Revolution, C+. Fuck's sake. You know, you know how we like our oh, random yeah. ones. Uh, Game Spy, 2 out of 5 stars. Mm. Game Zone, 6.9 out of 10. Oh, they liked it a bit more. IGN, 7 out of 10. Typical. And OPM US, 3 out of 5. I mean, it's The overall just like, Metacritic is 63 out of 100. Yeah, so, so it's not, not bad. It's above literally, average. It's, it's above just average. Just above average. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like, would, would you guys score it any different, to be honest? No, yeah. I'd, I'd score it average. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally flat down the middle, isn't it? And it's, I feel bad because I know Dan loved this game and someone I work with loved this did game. It, did they? <laughs> and I think You're it is. You're crushing their it's, dreams. It's the rose-coloured glasses all over again. Yeah. Yes, Spider-Man yeah, 1 all over again. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Oh, but, but come on, Spider-Man 1 is a bit better than this. No, it's not. <sighs> I don't think so it is, then. actually. I think Steph's right. Uh, cool Wall. Cool Wall. Where would you stick it? Let's have a let's just, have a look at our just getting the call amazing bloody call. Microsoft Edge. So if you're watching on YouTube, you should be seeing our call wall right now, which is our list of games that we have played and reviewed in comparison to the films based on our favourite to our least favourite. Yes, with so, Goldeneye um, and Hercules being the top two. Goldeneye, Hercules, Aladdin, one, two, three, and then yep. you've got uh, Little Nicky, Back to the Future Part One, and The Crow, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Hmm. Uh, Bearing in mind, the same generation, which is the GameCube, the Spider-Man. only one we got is Spider-Man, which is currently number 10 out of 13. I know where it's going to go already. Go on, then. Where do you, where do you want it to go? Well, to? it's either going just above Spider-Man at a new number 10 place, or it's going above Gremlins. Okay, so you're thinking... But I, do, I don't think... I don't think uh, to you're be honest, thinking I number 10 even, or number 9? I don't even think... Well, the thing is, actually, it should take over Friday the 13th, shouldn't it? Yeah. So you're thinking, but not Moonwalker. Yeah, so I, I, look, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in number eight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the the critics on this one. I'm gonna chuck it just above Moonwalker, like flat in the middle of the board. Above Moonwalker. Uh, so actually, no, fourteen. Uh, yeah, stick it number seven. Yeah, you I'm think number stick seven? It, yeah, above, above Moonwalker. Moonwalker. I'm, 
I'm gonna personally. Oh, this is death. It's gonna fucking obliterate it. <laughs> it's like it's... it's worse than the crow. No, it's um. I I'd say it. I'd say it's number eight. I'd say it replaces Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Okay. Because the list of other games that who came wins out, out of a year. fight though, just yeah. just for fun. Uh, Michael Jason, Jackson or... Jason or um. Oh no, sorry, Michael Jackson or Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. We're talking about I that thing in the boat. Yeah. Oh, if, I reckon if Nemo got, got one good sucker punch in, <laughs> if he Nemo could got fuck one hit in, he would smash Michael. Oh, but, but is this is Michael's... this Michael Jackson with the ability to transform into the robot with the cannon in his chest? No, I'd, I'd say that's you know epic last last of the resort. But then it, if that's if like that's a disqualifier, the case. can then Nemo have a wish where he can transform into like? A whale with Michael a Jackson's dad, or something. Yeah. like a narwhal, a narwhal of a, a horn. Cannon, yeah. It's just like a fucking artillery thing, like a massive, <laughs> and it and it doesn't. It fires nukes. The thing is, I'd I'd say Michael Jackson because of in the game, he can just throw his fairy dust, and that's got quite a long range on it. Yeah. So I reckon Are he'd be able to hit. Are they on land or in the ocean? <sighs> Big difference. That's, yeah. a, great that's a great point. Because if it's on land, I think the edge a paddling goes to pool. Nemo. Because he could How's make that? his wish and turn into a fish. No, he's not making his wish. Turn into a fish tank, a tank, and he's got a cannon. Oh, <laughs> he's not making and he his fires wish. nukes out of his fucking aquarium. <laughs> his wish fucking... doesn't count. Yeah, so where, so oh, where's Michael he can't turn into his car. So he's so he's sitting at number eight. I think he's going at number eight. Okay. Okay. Do we all agree? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Go on. Blimey. So it's the. I, I, no, I mean, it is quite apt. I mean, I, I think the reviews and like a lot of reviews I think that we've seen have been quite uh, ridiculous, to be honest. Like the Friday the 13th thing being like the one of the yeah, worst video games ever. That's overly harsh. Yeah. But I, I think I think this is actually... I thought this was quite fair. I think it's, yeah, just about as fair as it can possibly be. And I think we've done nothing but replicate it because it's actually quite apt. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. So, so literally slap bang in the middle there is Finding Nemo at number eight. Yes. So, Tom. Yeah. Is it a cash grab? Um. Yeah, it is. Your reasonings. Well, I think like Pixar was already a very, very prestigious studio by this point, and I think it's one yes. of those. Do you know, uh, like the Midas touch? Yeah. Like whatever you tu- like whatever yeah, you touch yeah, yeah. turns to gold, and I think they were going through like a bit of their like golden touch period, like. They knew they yeah. they knew they were making brilliant films. They had huge budgets because, like the industry, well, this had like a ninety million films. budget. Was it? Yeah, yeah like ninety four million. Yeah. Like which so I feel like is quite a lot in two thousand and three. But I have nothing to go well, on. Yeah, well, it, I don't, I I don't know any. Nice. I mean, it sounds like. Well, but then it made nine hundred and forty million. Yeah. So, but I I think it's one of those things. I think Damn. with a studio that was at like and their level of the success, office, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like it's still selling now. Yeah. I mean, like a studio that's at the, like their level of success and doing as brilliantly as they were, and were able to secure that amount of funding and like the voice actors they did. Of course, they're also going to have a business and marketing team that can determine how well this thing's going to do, just based on its advertising and its thing. Of course, this is going to be a massive success. 
And look at just the fact that the game in North America was released beforehand. Yeah. Literally, the game in North America was nothing but a promotional tool. And that yeah. happens. That it's does literally happen, just like it's rare. enjoy the game and play the trailer. And yeah, it Straight has the, the trailer menu. right that on the main menu. It is literally, and that tells you, in many ways, the North American release of the game wasn't even a game. It was just a promotional tool. Yeah, because so I like no Adam, way I can say it's anything. When we first rare. turned on the game, Adam just went, trailer. it says play trailer. Yeah. It's it's a cash grab. And it's yeah, but that that alone, just having the fact that from the main menu, as soon as you boot up the game, you can go, you can press two buttons and then X, and bang, and you're playing the trailer the for film. the film. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's that a cash is, grab. That is a cash grab without a doubt. There you go, cash grab. What do we think if it didn't have the trailer? Still think it's a cash grab. I still think so. I think yeah, I think so. Uh, just because, like we were saying, there's a, they could have done a little bit more. Um, also look at the FMVs as well obviously there's a lot yeah. of interjection of the movie there's, there is a lot the of them trailer. as well yeah, yeah. I mean, it's after every level you're not going to see this but there is, there is a lot of them yeah, yeah. they've not done enough to make it distinct from the movie yeah. it's just it's just, just a hype and, and as well yeah. and as well like the game itself like, like we're saying if it was a, a true creative project that they wanted to do a lot with, they could have done a lot more with it. They it's, really could it's have. It's quite a straightforward, bland game that has a lot of repetition in many respects. Look, Like we're saying, look at the reviews. It is an average, average game. And it was obviously made just to help promote what was inevitably going could to be, be a, a fucking huge good, film. Yeah, massive success. Mm. Yeah. 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 It, it, I mean, even without the trailer, it's a cash grab. So there we go. Another easy cash grab. Yeah. Mm. Unanimous mm. cash grab. Cast grab. Yeah, another one of those. All right, nice. Mm. Okay, now. That's okay. Quite, quite easy, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a bit too easy. So, okay, well. would you carry on playing Finding Nemo the game? I would with you and a couple of beers. Add? Uh, no, because we have to complete it, don't we? Well, yeah, probably as... not. I'm not. I'm not really intrigued by catching shells, to be honest. No, because as no. me and Tom are playing, you'll see my third level where I carried that bloody rock all the way to the end can i say the, the mm. swimming does change quite well when you're carrying the rock it does get harder yeah mm. so it does add an extra element if you want to complete these puzzles it makes it a bit harder that you've got to swim with this rock I yeah. That was yeah, quite yeah, nice. yeah yeah um but you'll see me carrying that rock dropping it carrying back with the other rock <laughs> and we got into it and i, I said <laughs> we the, were getting the thing is i quite like getting like my yeah. little platinums for my playstation games yeah and um i swear when we put it up I was, I was like only for certain games i won't yeah. go too far but I was like, oh, he I says as he's considering this. flattening, him, yeah, finding, finding Nemo. Nemo. I don't think it has a platinum. I would never go too far, <laughs> unless the PS3 release on whatever has a platinum. Maybe no, it'd just be a port, wouldn't it? They, they don't we'll do, do achievements it. with it. I don't know, but um, obviously it's, got... I, it's, it's one I might attempt. That, that that's my way of putting it. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think yeah, I would need I would need I beers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as always, beer is needed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, but I, I don't think like I'd play it in my own company no. with with no stimulant. But we have the super <laughs> poppers and Finding Nemo. In no. <laughs> finding poppers. <laughs> <laughs> but we have we do have something to look forward to, lads. What's that? It's the uh, Game Boy Advance version, which was a. Uh, I'm trying to find it now. Where is it? Oh, there it is. I mean the. Uh, it was the a sequel. Sequel. What oh, was what? it called? It was called Finding Nemo oh. uh, Continuing Adventures. Or the Continued Adventures. The Continued Adventures. <laughs> so I was just like, wow. Brilliant. It was, a te- oh, it was terrible. 
So we got that to look forward to, lads. Finding Nemo, the Great. continued adventures. You couldn't I mean, think of a more bland title if you tried. <laughs> yeah. really. We'll be we'll so, playing it for sure. So what fucking mundane. Marketing hotshot came up so, with that. It's so fucking mundane. It's like, actually, no, you know what the most mundane title for a video, video game I've ever seen? Right, you know The Sims? Yes. Sims 2? No. Sims 4 <laughs> right, that's, a, that's a good one. No. They released uh, an expansion pack which added more jobs. Do you know what it's called? Job pack. <laughs> more jobs. The Sims 4 get to work. I fucking kid you not. I quite like that. Your oh. one escapism from a real from your real life. Yeah, but no, lots but the of Sims, people the Sims like is not an escapism. Yeah. But it is to it's some people. Doing it, life. Of it course is. it is. I agree it is, but if you play Sims properly about cheating for money, you literally are making them go to work anyway. You're you're Making them save up money so they can buy a new table. Yeah, it's not. Do you know, it, 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 I wouldn't say it's an escapism I mean, ad- game admitted, to the point where you don't want to think I, about look, work. Ad- admittedly, I've said before that I think Sims is the most evil video game ever made. Because it turns you into a murderer. No, because it, it, it it's evil because it, it constricts your mind into thinking that there's nothing beyond. Literally, it's like in, even in your moments of escapism, you can't escape the daily grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? I, it's I, like, I know what you mean, because you're fucking... sending someone else to work. It's like when... and, and your one solace of comfort is creating walls around someone and watch them shit themselves to death. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I mean, it's It a, reminds it's a me of... Um, there's there's a great joke in... It's one of the crap ones, Scary Movie 3 or 4. The mm. World of the world, at war, world of the War one. Um, it's 4, isn't it? Yeah. And the guy is like... It's a crap film, but there's this one joke which cracked me up, where basically... He's a crane operator. That's his job. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's at the bar it's and he's like, like he's talking about his boss. And he's like, God, I hate my job. And he turns around and he's playing one of those crane machines, like the yeah. game. Yeah. And like, it looks exactly the same as his job. And I was like, that is amazing. Because that's exactly yeah. what The Sims is like. It is. Yeah. It is. It's, like, it's like a mechanic coming home playing Mechanic Simulator. Yes, exactly. And this is it. It's evil. It's pure evil. <laughs> because it just like, it convinces you to stay in this one track life where you, you, you have no other options in life even when you try to have some level of escapism you're cornered into something that you believe you should be doing like everyone's like you know oh yeah if i had my chances i'd be a journalist it's like well you're already an assistant journalist in real life and you're training up to be a journalist in the sims where's your life but it's a lot easier in the sims as well so you get them that job it's like you read a fucking newspaper it's like you're now a neuroscientist yeah yeah it's like what the fuck I mean, like, but it's, yeah. It's well, like I can't Sims wait to make you play Sims. If only there was, was a movie. There a Sims <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah it's, called yeah, it's like, real life. The Truman Show. Oh, God, should we do like an Inception episode where we we review real life as a half an hour movie and then just play half an hour That'd be Sims. so boring, wouldn't it? What did you do? No, it wouldn't. I drove to work. It wouldn't. I that think took it... me two hours. So for half an hour, I was sat on the M25. Yes, but, li- but, <laughs> yes, but that is it. That is it. But then my Sim won't get stuck on the M25. Ah, He'll have exactly. an exciting day. No, he won't though, because you never see them at work, do you? The clock just goes faster. Oh yeah, so for half an hour, I watch the exactly. clock go fast. Exactly. You watch the clock. You might as well watch paint dry in real life. Sorry, I've, I've gone on a rant about this. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, should we call it there? Yeah, thanks let's, thanks let's for listening on SoundCloud or watching if you're on YouTube or vice versa. Do them. Subscribe to us. Follow us. All that jazz. Share this about with your mates. Oh, and your dog's girlfriend. That's my new line now. Yeah. <laughs> Share it with your dog's girlfriend and your dog. <laughs> that was such an epic slip up. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your dog your and dog. your dog's girlfriend. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so share this about and uh, thanks for listening or watching whatever you've been doing. Um, it's very much appreciated. We'll see you next week. Indeedy.
Catch you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.